Not Just Football with Cam Hayward is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesar's Rewards. Must be 21 or older. I think my mom said it best to me. She was like, this is just a sign. Leave social media behind. So that, 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 that's, that's where I need to get right now. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Not Just Football with Cam Hayward. I, of course, am your host, number 97, Cam Hayward. With me, as always, my producer and longtime friend, Hayden Walsh. Hayden, what we got going on today? Hey, man. We're going to talk a little bit of the Bills game, unfortunately. Uh, I'm going to get into the next opponent. Um, we're going to get into some roughing the passer calls that I definitely want to get your opinion on. And then at the Nostra's Football, we're going to cover an incident that happened at the Golden State Warriors practice facility last week. So before, before right. we start with that, I want you to address the butt tweet heard around the world. Um, yesterday you tweeted out something that I don't think you really meant to. The floor is yours, my friend. First of all, it wasn't even a tweet. It was a retweet. And I don't even want to get in the logistics of all that crap. Um, it's funny because you were the one who alerted me about it in the first place. You're like, hey, you know, you're pretty popular on Twitter right now. And I'm like, you know, I'm about to sit down for dinner. I'm like, what's going on? And you're like, check your last tweet. And I was like, oh, God. And so I, like, I didn't even know I even did that. Like, I probably was wearing some tight pants or whatever. And so the phone was rubbing up against my butt and boom, there goes the retweet. And there's another thing on top of, you know, losing the game and feeling sorry about it and pissed off. And now I got to deal with this crap. Um, My feelings are that um, it has nothing to do with how our coaches are coaching. we need to play better. I need to play better. I own that. Um, but I I apologize for even that being out there because, man, I don't want to add to a situation. I don't want to add more gasoline to a fire. That's not the way I was raised. I look forward to just attacking the problems, not sitting behind, a, um, you know, my phone and trying to, you know, shoot shots. That's not the way I was raised. No, and I know that, and I know you, but I will say the whole butt retweet thing, if that was anybody else, I'd be like, this dude is lying. He is lying his ass off just to get cover his butt. But I know you, so and I don't believe you, do you meant know, to. Do you really think, like, if you read the whole thing, do you really think I would feel great about tackling a guy downfield? Like, that's not I, – I, I don't do that. And, you know, I don't – I look at my coaches as, you know, they're trying to teach me and help me. I don't look to put down my coaches like they are all like everybody in that civil organization. I respect Um, I've always respected and I'll never put myself ahead of them. Um, The goal is to win. It sucks when we don't, but I'm not going to make any excuses um, and say I they should have done this or we should have done that or this is dumb or the no. The plan is is our game plan is set. It's up for me and the other players to execute. Yeah, and I know that, man. I just wanted you to get out in front of it and be able to say what you wanted to say about it. But let's move on. Um, Obviously, Sunday's game was rough. Uh, Ugly game. Want to get your opinion on it and and really how you saw it uh, from the field and the sideline. Ooh, okay. Rough, man, um, to say the least. Um, If I could go through some of these plays that uh, really, you know, started the game. Um, To start the game off... Uh, we kick off. Uh, we get a, 
you know, you couldn't ask for a better start from your kickoff unit. Um, they fumble the ball um, and then are placed on their, what, two-yard line. Um, and uh, first and second down go our way. Um, we don't do a great job at all. Um, and, you know, Gabe Davis gets off the line. Um, and, man, the rest is history in that call. Uh, he's... He gets past our, our secondary and, um, you know, he's gone. Uh, you know, he is a, a deep threat target and he made us pay. Um, another call we had, um, very similar, um, you know, we're in a three high safety look and, um, you know, he comes up the middle and is able to deliver, a, uh, Josh Allen's able to deliver a ball across the middle. Um, and that play goes for another touchdown for 60 yards. Um, you know, and if you look at the, you know, we, we, um, fumbled a, a punt, uh, and then, you know, you get that and that sets you up. Um, and you know, it's funny because we, we didn't have a, a returner out there at the time. And so, um, you know, things did not go well in that situation. We fumbled the ball, gave him a short uh, field. Um, what other plays really stand out? Uh, I, I just think on the defensive side of the ball, um, big plays really killed us, uh, third and longs. And, you know, we can make a big deal about Josh Allen's mobility, but Josh Allen's arm was on full display. Uh, you know, I think Stefan Diggs is – if not number one, but 1A or 1B, uh, Stefan Diggs makes things happen. Um, he plays football like a basketball player. Um, you know, he's able to, you know, be very shifty and uh, almost like a crossover. Um, you know, there were a couple times we gave up inside leverage where we didn't hit home in our pass rush, uh, and then he's coming across the field. Um, these were not good moments. Um, and those big plays happen on top of each other. It wasn't like we were trading shots. It was boom, then another one, and then a fumble, and then uh, maybe an interception. Um, and then when you look at the score at halftime, it's 31-3. Uh, and, man, we're digging ourselves too big of a hole to even come back from. Um, you know, in the middle of a game, you're, you're looking to just take it one play at a time. Um, in a team like that, you have to, you know, you, it, it, it's a tougher situation if you battle them throughout the entire game and you're making it tough. But when we're not playing good defense, you're not tackling, um, we're not executing at a high level, um, it's really setting yourself back. Yeah, I mean, it's a recipe for disaster, too, when you guys are giving up big plays on defense. And then the offense at one point, I think, had three or four straight three and outs. And then there were, like you said, mixed in a turnover or two in there. And you cannot give that offense um, the ball that many times. I mean, I think they had eight plays over, you know, tw uh, 20 yards in the first half. And really backbreaking stuff. But I do want to talk about the offense. One thing that was something that was taken away from the game, I think that Kenny played well. Um, do you have any opinion on that? Or what was your opinion of his play? Uh, I don't like getting to a thing where you play well when you lose. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard, you know, cause I think personally for me, um, and I'm sure Kenny does this too. Like when you play in a game and you lose, um, you look at what could I have done more rather than, Oh, I did this right. What else is, what's not going on around me? Um, you know, I think it's gotta be inward. I think, 
Uh, Kenny did some things okay, and, you know, there are things we can improve on, but uh, I think Kenny is just learning. Um, you know, every week at, for a rookie quarterback, you're going to continue to learn. Um, the game moves at a different pace than, you know, even preseason. Um, and as a starting quarterback, you have to be ready. Um, you know, we got to find a way to get the ball in the end zone. Um, and I think we're all itching for that. What can we do uh, to not only, um, you know, not only get on the scoreboard, but we got to get the scoreboard through the air too. Uh, we've had some rushing touchdowns, but um, not a lot of receiving touchdowns. No, I don't think actually a receiver has a receiving touchdown yet. And that's something that needs to be taken care of. Um, what did you think about when Kenny slid and James Daniels had to come up and um, really be big brother there and help him out? I, I, I love, I don't condone violence. Let's get that straight. But I love when O-linemen stick up for their players, their quarterbacks. Um, there is a sense of protection you need to have as an O-lineman. And um, I'm not saying you need to go around uh, doing anything illegal or anything, but, you know, I'm protecting my quarterback. I thought it was a late hit. And, you know, the way uh, James Daniels went about it, he should. Um, I, I think back to when Marquise Pouncey stood up for Ben um, against the Carolina Panthers. And, you know, Pounce don't play. Like, Pounce was going to make sure, you you know, you don't touch my quarterback. Um and, you know, that's something you uh, a quarterback remembers and a quarterback appreciates. So those moments, it might not look good in, uh, uh, in the middle of a game, but your quarterback appreciates it. Yeah, I think he had to do it. Somebody had to come up there and make a point. Um, but that also then brings me up to, at the end of the game, you got to love Kenny getting in the face of a D-lineman after what I thought, too, was another low hit that if, judging by certain standards of roughing the passer, should have been called. How do you like seeing him get in the face of a D-lineman, too? Kenny, get the hell out of the way. Um, you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, I, I think Coach T always says his best. The quarterback, you know, the quarterbacks and running backs, they're carrying our hopes and dreams. And... Man, Kenny, we, we don't need you trying to fight any D linemen or anybody. Uh, that's what those big boys are for. Um, you know, I think uh, it was definitely a low hit. Um, and, you know, you can't do that in, in this game. And so, yeah, you can be pissed off about it. And, you know, you better talk to the ref about it and get it, get it called. But, nah, we can't have Kenny in those scrums. That, that's not what we need right now. <laughs> That's crazy. I thought for sure you'd like it, but I see your veteran side stuck out there and said, all right, you need to back up. Let the big guys handle this. You go yeah. back, talk to the ref, but don't, you don't deal with it. I like that veteran side of you doing that. Um, very nice. Um, all right. So I do want to move on to Ryan Clark was very hard on the Steelers Monday on first take. I'm not sure if you saw it. Um, very hard. But I also think that comes from being a former player. How do you as a current guy who's been there a long time feel when you see current or former players kind of uh, be hard on your team? Um, you know, it's the nature, nature of the business. Um, you know, you want to be objective and you want to um, just watch a game. But when it's your team, you feel some type of way. Um, it, it was not up to the standard we've been held to. Um, I'm not hiding from that. You know, I saw Ryan's tweet and, you know, I agree. We, we didn't play with enough fight. Um, I don't blame it on coach T though. Like the players, we take that more than anybody. 
because we're the ones who hold that up. Um, you know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I ain't running from that. But um, the only way to change that is to play the games. And, um, you know, I got to I gotta eat those words. Like, you know, he's not on the field. Like, he can't live up to that. So what am I going to do? Cry about spilled milk? I'm going to get better and just keep playing um, and challenge my teammates. Uh, starts in practice. Starts with cleaning up the mistakes, running to the ball, um, you know, making sure we're in the right gap, uh, making sure we understand all we can about a defense. Uh, but everybody's got to be bought in. It can't just be one person. It's a group. It's a team. Um, and, you know, best way to shove everybody up, get a win on Sunday. Yeah, that's the beauty about it. You get to play, you know, seven days later and you got a tough opponent coming in. Um, what is the locker room like right now? Obviously, there was a lot made. Arthur Mollette, I think, had quotes that he was upset about people laughing after a 30-point loss. Uh, how is the locker room doing? I don't think there was laughing about it, uh, about anything. Um, I think everybody's just a little bit pissed, um, rightfully so. But we created this mess, um, and everybody's going to own it. There's nobody that is, you know, innocent in this approach. We all have to own it. Um, and, you know, I think in owning it, you get better from it. But in pointing the finger, it can create dissension. Um, so uh, I, I look forward to just rallying the troops, getting through to everybody. Um, man, this, the, these last four weeks have not been kind. Uh, luckily, I didn't have a podcast my last 0-4 uh, start because um, that would have been even more wild. But, uh, you know, I, I have to speak on it. Um, and I, I want to be better because of it. Uh, it's, it's just, um, you know, we have new guys playing. Uh, we have other guys who've been playing. We got to all play better. And that's simple as it is. Yeah. Um, and I want you to go a little Tomlin translator for me today. Um, today he said, won't change for the sake of change, won't shoot a hostage, says he'll change if he feels like it produced better desired outcomes. What does he mean by that? Not shooting a hostage? I, I didn't, what are we doing here? It, it's not finding a scapegoat in why you lost. Rather, own it and find a way to win a game. That, that's what it comes down to. Um, I don't think it comes down to shooting a hostage or anything. I, I think it comes down to, no, like, we, we, we got to play better. We don't have to look for change. We don't have to look for someone to get fired or someone to be replaced. comes down to being accountable, saying we lost, we got to be better. As simple as it is. All right, people, we're brought to you by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app ever, and honestly, the only one you need. It's not just about the big bonuses and boosts and promos that you get. It's the fact that every time you bet, whether you win or lose, you're earning towards the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Free stays, concert tickets, bonuses, and more. That's because when you download the Caesars Sportsbook app, you become a Caesars Rewards member, and that means perks. Must be 21 or older to gamble. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522-4700. Lions, Tigers, and tailgates. Oh, my. The college football season is always a great time of year. Besides the jerseys, the face paint, and foam fingers, there's the food. And nothing gets you more fired up for game day than Eckridge Smoked Sausage. They are naturally hardwood smoked and have the perfect blend of spices. 
From buffalo sausage dip to sausage chili mac and cheese, Eckridge Sausage is a quick way to bring flavor to your tailgate meals. Visit Eckridge.com for easy, one-of-a-kind sausage recipes. Eckridge, you do you. Football season is here, and nothing beats your favorite team live. Not only does Vivid Seats have great NFL ticket prices, they are also the official ticketing partner of ESPN. And with Vivid Seats rewards, when you buy 10 tickets, you get the 11th free. Download the app or visit VividSeats.com today. Vivid Seats, life happens live. Receive a reward credit equal to the average price of 10 tickets purchased, excluding taxes, fees, and processing costs. See VividSeats.com slash rewards for terms and conditions. You got the Buccaneers coming in town. Very good team. Um, but before we get into that, into them, I do want to discuss the Grady Jarrett personal foul, roughing the passer call on Brady Sunday. As a defensive lineman, you had to absolutely hate that call. As a defensive lineman, a friend of Grady, man, that hurts uh, to get a sack taken away from you. Um, for, you know, I, I compared it to when a mom wants to lay her baby on the ground or on in their bassinet. That's all Grady did. He, he turned them over and laid them down. I don't know how it got turned into that is a roughing the passer. Because it looked like Brady just kind of argued his way, and then the ref was like, oh, well, I'll throw it since you want it. And so, man, it's I it's tough because it's such a discretionary call. Um, and, you know, th- those can change the outcomes of games. And, man, you would never want to see – your team lose because you hit a guy too hard or you didn't, you didn't fall the right way. (laughs) Like it's, it's, uh, it's, it's unbelievable what our game's coming to. And you look at last night, uh, Chris Jones and against, uh, Derek Carr, you know, coach T has even been more prevalent in telling us, um, you know, when we get these opportunities to rush the passer, the best way to do it is play the ball. You should be able to attack the ball. You should be able to go for it. Right now, it feels like every situation that a a rusher is put in, there's no way to win. And, you know, I know we're all about flag football, but damn, what what are we using rushers for if we're doing that? You know, I we can block passes, but if we sack a quarterback, like, what are we doing? Um, you know, we have to be able to play our positions and doesn't feel like the league's letting us do that at this point. Well, yeah. And Chris Jones even said last night, we've got to be able to review it in the booth. You know what I mean? I mean, and he's right. Why can we have the eye in the sky? Can they don't even have to go to the booth sometimes to, to place the ball certain down. Why can't the eye in the sky say, Hey, that wasn't a roughing call. You missed it. It's okay. Let's move on. You don't have to call the penalty, right? Well, I'll, I'll only say this with that. If you slow it down, you can make everything roughing. <laughs> you know, and the it's one thing to see it live action, um, but I, I started thinking about this. I'm, Troy Aikman's calling the game. You got to think if he's looking at this game now, how much would he have loved to play in this time where you're not really getting hit because every rule is designed to keep the quarterback upright. Or keep the receivers upright. It's, it's you know, you talk about keeping our game safe, but it doesn't feel like it's keeping it, – it, it's more doing detriment to our, our game than helping our game. 
Yeah, and I, I think I could be wrong on this. I think Aikman asked the to take off the dresses or something like that. Something that probably isn't appropriate today, but he was not happy with the calls. And that's a guy who suffered with concussions throughout his career. So he understands the safety aspect of it. Um, how does this, though, new focus on the roughing the passer change your outlook as a pass rusher now? Well, change. I, I got to go. Um, you know, if I, if I, if I start worrying about the other things and, oh, if I'm going too hard, I'm, 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 I'm putting one hand behind my back. I got to play football. Um, I got to do it the way I was taught to do it. Um, and I'm going to play by the rules. I just hope the rules add up to how I'm supposed to play. Um, do you think that this, this was the calls like this or because of the two stuff? Ooh, um, I hadn't really thought about that. I didn't really think, um, one, one plus one equals two, but, um, uh, you know, you look at the, the way two got injured. Um, he, he got slammed to the ground and that play was worse than the Grady Jarrett or the Chris Jones, Mm-hmm. But I, I just, it's tough, man. Like, you know, we, we give all these excuses for quarterbacks. They can simply throw the ball out of bounds. They can get the ball out of their hands. They're given a permission to get rid of the ball. If you don't get rid of the ball, you should be fair game. Um, because, you know, these quarterbacks can run. They can do all this stuff. Let's Let's stop making excuses and say, hey, if you don't get the ball out of your hands, then you deserve what's coming for you because you can rush the ball. You can run the ball. You can be, you can lower your head if you want to, but you know, as a defender, you're just, you're in no man's land. The Chris Jones one was weird too, because he stripped the ball, had the ball fell on top of him. And I, and you know, you said replay can make anything look like roughing replay made it even look worse, made the call look worse because you could see Chris Jones's hand try to catch himself to not even put his full body weight on car. So I thought it was just a terrible call, but it does bring the question of, is it the hit that draws the penalty or is it the, the player who got hit? Like it was Brady Sunday. If that was Blake Bortles or Blaine Gabbert, would that have gotten the same call? Depends on the crew. <laughs> oh, um, you just never know how that's going to be called. Um, you like to think everybody calls it down the middle and by the book. Um, but I, you could ask one ref how he felt about it. Felt about it. You could ask another ref how he felt about it. It could be completely different. Um, you know, there's human error in that. But you'd like to think in those situations, there's a defined black and white picture, and we're not getting that right now. Well, do you think there's part of him, too? Like, swallow your whistle, dude. It's late in the game. The Falcons just got a huge stop. They would have gotten the ball back. That's going to extend the drive and basically end the game. Is it almost not like late game, unless it's an absolute horrible foul? you got to swallow the whistle. Ooh. Um, you know, and then there, there, there's just so many different aspects to rushing the passer because you could rush and win. You get pushed in the back, and then you could fall dive at a guy's legs. Um, and you know, it's supposed to be looked at as since you got pushed, you shouldn't get a penalty penalty called. Sometimes it gets called just because you were in the vicinity of that area. Um, you know, there's times where if you do go for the ball, you're given more, you're given more, um, leeway to make a mistake because you went for the ball. 
Um, there's times where uh, if a quarterback's held up or, or a quarterback slammed over top in full body weight, they're going to call it. Sometimes they don't. Um, it's it's just, oh, man, it, it's frustrating. It's definitely frustrating. And, you know, as, as a defender, you're like, damn, I just want to sack the damn quarterback so I can help my team. I'm not trying to do this maliciously. Yeah, no. <clears throat> and I can hear in your voice that you're frustrated. I was going to say you sound frustrated, but you said it for me. Um, all right, well, let's move on to your to this week's challenge. You got Brady coming in. Um, interested to hear how different is it preparing for him as a buck compared to a Patriot? Um, I don't know if it's that much different in that approach because wherever he's been, he's been the guy. Um you know, I think in all these years, I've learned to just have more more respect for what he's done in this league. Um, you know, his preparation, um, the way he takes advantage of the game where um, he understands pace and how to use that to his advantage. Um, and, you know, he knows how to win in every situation possible. Um, it's It takes a group effort to beat him. Um, it, it takes winning certain plays and making certain plays. Um, but with this group, it's not just Brady, man. Like, they got some true, you know, really good players on that team, and it takes a, it takes a group effort to win. No, they're loaded. And I, and I definitely think, um, you know, he is the guy and always has been the guy. What are you going to need? What is the most important thing defensively you need to do this week? I know it's a lot of time stopping the run, but I feel like with Brady, it's like getting to him. Uh, both. Um, you know, there's going to have to be, uh, an effort to stop the run because you got a guy like Fournette, um, Fournette has been, you know, they're 31st in rushing, uh, with 66 yards per game. Um, some of that's by design, some of that's because they fall, fallen behind. Uh, but Fournette's a strong runner and, uh, he does a great job of, uh, dumping it. Brady does a great job of dumping the ball off to him out of the backfield. So, uh, you know, even if it's not a full run and it's just a quick dump off, you got to get guys to the ball. Um, but, you know, to get after the pass, you got to win first down, you got to win second down. Um, you know, they've got some really good receivers in Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Uh, I think they're getting Cameron Braid back this week. Uh, you know, they are a complete team on offense. Um, you know, they can stretch the field. Um, and Brady knows how to find uh, everybody open. Um, if you assume, you know, you, you've got Brady in, you know, a certain check or anything, guess again, that dude has played too much football and understands everything. So, uh, you know, one thing Brady does do well is get the ball off quick. Uh, you know, I think he was averaging 1.4 sacks a game. Um, and so um, it's not just like he's taking sacks. But you got to put them in situations where they got to throw downfield. Yeah, and I'm glad that you mentioned how smart he is. Is he the smartest guy you've ever played against, quarterback wise? Uh, it's Brady and, and Peyton. Um, you know, they can think their way out of a game. Um, you can be beat before the ball's even snapped, and you know you don't say that too often with a lot of quarterbacks. But um, they they can dice you up the field, and you know understand that, hey, they just got a touchdown here. You know, they're already thinking on, on the aggressive end, well, let's get another seven to put them in a hole. 
Um, and so uh, you have to be very cognizant of um, trying to win against them because if you get in the hole versus them, they will, you know, put you in a situation where you can't come back from. How many guys in your career have you played against that are like that pre-snap, realistically? Oh, man. Um, you know, it, it has to be an established quarterback who has, you know, done it for a while because then you just start to get the feel of the game. Um, you know, Brady is notorious on, like, second and third, second down or third down when it's short you know, hurrying his guys to the line of scrimmage because he understands you're in a set where it's more advantageous to run the ball. You know, he understands these little things. Um, it's not necessarily a hurry up all the time, but it, it's, no, I'm not going to let you sub in and get your best unit out to stop the run. Um, but, you know, I just, there's not a lot of quarterbacks that have done it because nobody's playing the game this long like he's playing it. Uh, you know, he understands more than the OC understands. And that's not a shot at my guy, uh, Byron Leftwich. You know, it's uh, it's it's Brady. Like, he is the GOAT. Like, there, there's no one really touching that right now. Brady's had a Hall of Fame career after 40, okay? Like, yeah. like the guy's insane. I mean, and it's, it is crazy to see what he's still doing. Um, but it's funny you say about, like, knowing situations. I think this happened Sunday with Rodgers where he was refusing to, to sub so the Giants would have to keep certain guys on the field. I, that, the cat and mouse game that goes on between you guys is crazy. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Real quick, what's the easiest choice you can make? Window seat over middle? Beach vacation over camping? What about selling with Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Good luck this weekend. We're going to move on to a not just football topic for you. Um... Last week, a big incident happened at the Golden State Warriors facility. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Draymond Green uh, no, punched Jordan Poole in the face. <laughs> what did you I think just, of the punch? And are you worried about a celebrity boxing match with Draymond now? Definitely not worried about it. Uh, you know, I don't think it even gets heated to that point. But, man, damn, that punch connected. <laughs> I, I, I was... I was, I was a little bit shocked. Um, you know, I know, like, sport in sports, there's fights. Stuff happens. Um, there's stuff that's happened I can't even share about. Not with myself or anything, but I've seen things. Um, and it's meant to be kept in. Kept in the locker room. In that space. Um, but, man, just punch like that 
Um, and I know he's probably owning it more than anybody. Like he, he can't run away from it. Um, I know he said he apologized to, you know, Poole and his family. Um, but that's, you know, you don't condone, you don't condone the play, but you respect the player. Um, and you know, I don't know what was said. Um, but I don't need to know. It was just, man, it, 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 it's, it shouldn't happen. And, you know, I know he's probably trying to make, you know, it all right, but time will tell. Well, does the visual of it make it worse? That the fact that it's out there. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, you I mean, you would, you yeah. would think, uh, like the Golden State Warriors would probably like delete that off of our system as soon as we get in. Like, uh, I don't want that anywhere. I don't want that negativity. I don't want anyone to be able to rewind that because that doesn't need to be shared with anybody. What good is that doing in our world? What is that showing? I don't, I don't, there's no plus or positive thing you can really take from it except that uh, it shouldn't happen. When you say that you've seen stuff, would you say it's worse or about as bad as what you saw in that video? Well, it's like, you know, you, you see the Aaron Donald swinging a helmet, like, mm -hmm. like that's pretty crazy in itself. <laughs> um, you know, you've seen, you know, the malice in the palace and you've seen things that have happened, whether it's in a game field or, you know, a practice setting. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, th there's been some petty fights that happen. Uh, and, you know, it always tar it starts off as, you know, everybody just barking back and forth. Usually you hope there's guys that separate it, right? And so it doesn't end up that way. Um, you know, I was always told uh, by a strength coach, he was like, I remember one guy, he went to go punch uh, another guy and the guy had his helmet on and then he broke his hand and he was cut because he broke his hand. And so, you know, you start thinking like in our sport, you're you're more likely to get hurt and you're only hurting yourself when you do that. Um, but man, these like, ugh. They're, they're terrible situations to see. Yeah, football fights are not the same as that. Y'all are always fighting with a helmet on or ripping helmets off. Like, it never gets to that level of violence where uh, the shove uh, happens. Wait, 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 wait. Do you not remember the Andre Johnson uh, in... Okay, listen, listen. One, okay, that's fine. But I'd also say they weren't Portland teammates, and that was in the middle of a game. That was in the middle of a game, okay? This is a This is your teammate. Oh, insane. And listen, it was insane. It was, it was a big fight, but like, this is a little different cause it's teammates and mm -hmm. you can't deny that. Like, does that yeah. change? Like, does, is Draymond done with golden state? Now, can they go on and play together? You think? Yes, they can. I think they can still play. Um, but it, it takes both sides. Um, it takes forgiveness. It takes, you know, owning your mistakes and, um, we'll see what happens, but you know, for me to say no, this can't happen because of the one incident, I don't think that's right. Um, but we'll see. <laughs> it's not going to be easy. It's not something that you just, you know, think like, oh, if we just sleep on it, we can all be, 
you know, have a kumbaya moment. <laughs> so we'll see. No, and that that felt like you almost wonder, regardless of what they were talking about at the time, that was almost brewing, right? I don't think Draymond just flies off the handle, whatever. Obviously, something had been brewing, um, but we got to talk about, and you kind of alluded to it, the staffer who leaked that needs to be fired immediately, right? Yeah, uh, you would think. Um, you know, I think everybody in the organization should be bought in for the team. To be bought off for however much money it was, you would think, like, Guys, like, we have a common goal, and our common goal is to win together. By you releasing that, you're not allowing us to win together. You're trying to create more dissension because there's 10 times more layers now that it's out there in the public. It's one thing to just be said. It's another thing to see. And I'm not condoning any violence, and I don't think it's right to, but, man, that type of – that that to be leaked like that, you know, it hurts the team. Well, let me ask you this. How different is the whole Michael Jordan, Steve Kerr incident? If we got that on video. Ooh. Oh man. That would have been fun in the last dance, right? Yeah. I was saying, <laughs> I thought somebody would have had it. Oh yeah. The last dance would have been viewed very differently. If, you know, um, everybody got to see that. So, uh, Michael Jordan, uh, you know, Steve Kerr's even like, why is this getting released? Like maybe Steve Kerr has the video of him getting hit. So, you know, <laughs> he he's probably telling Jordan Poole and Draymond, like, guys, I've been through this situation, like to a T. Let's keep this in-house because we can still win with it. Uh, so, you know, it, it's, it's crazy to really think about that, that this happened like that, though. No, I mean, it, it is, and, and I think they'll be fine, too. I think they're both good players, and if they they got one common goal, right, it's to win a championship this year, another one. Mm-hmm. Got to win a championship. And, you know, it's not just letting bygones be bygones, but let's let's grow from it. Let's be a better team because of it. And that's all you can do, and that's all you can hope for. Mm-hmm. For sure. So we got to talk some fights. We got to talk our next opponent. We got to talk our last opponent. Um, but all we can do is focus in the future and try to get better, right? And so that's what we're looking forward to, trying to get better, trying to, you know, right the ship uh, and fix. Let's go into a week where we got a W um, because not just football deserves a W. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we'll see everybody next week. Thank you so much for listening and staying tuned to what we've got to say. Hayden, appreciate you coming on. Uh, it's always a pleasure to do business with you. Uh, always a pleasure to do business with you as well, Ben. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time and see you.